Hey, guys, I appreciate you listening and tuning in. Thank you for downloading the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. As mentioned yesterday, just given the length of today's podcast and the amount of volume and the amount of community feedback that we discussed, we decided to break the show into two parts. So you had the one yesterday that was part one. And here we will go ahead and segue right back into where we left you with the conversation yesterday, picking back up on Talking Tracks part two. Enjoy the rest of the listen. I appreciate you guys for being here, and thanks for supporting Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And now to resume part two um guys let's get into uh let's get into some officer stuff all right uh we've got uh, we got about 20 25 minutes or so left and then uh then we'll play our game we do have some stuff to give away uh real quick uh if uh, i forget to mention it later uh for those of you listening for the very first time welcome this is a, you know what gregor this is the it's the late sunday shows that's the ones that get messed up it's the late and the late Wednesday ones. The, yeah, the late shows. I must be. I, I mean, I'm not hungry. My wife made amazing dinner tonight. She made homemade pepper steak over a bed of rice. It was delicious, amazing. She didn't like it very much. She was like, "I don't think I'm going to make this again." She was like, "Don't get married to it," because I'm probably not going to make this again. I'm like, "Ah, eh, that sucks." I kind of like it, uh, but but anyway, yeah, it's the late ones. They get out of hand, um, folks. <laughs> we just finished another Giorgio option. Uh, or auction, and uh, we have been talking about whether or not we believe that Giorgio is worthy of the title of Epic. So uh, we have done plenty of testing. Shout out uh, to a couple of players on my server, Charmed. Thank you very much. Big Country, of course, and uh, Clyde and a couple of your guys. Thank you guys so very much. Appreciate the testing. Um, and I'd invite some of you guys who have done some other testing yourselves. I know Snake Eyes and I did a little bit, and we've been meaning to put out a video. It's just been very, very busy. Mr. Big says, let's talk about the best officer ever here lately. Okay, let's do that because I retract my statement. <laughs> best officer ever. Uh, <laughs> I retract my statement. Actually, I don't think I ever did claim she was the best officer ever, but I did say she was totally worth it. And I did say that she was absolutely worthy of an epic and had the potential to be one of the greatest new officers in the game. And did say all those things. Um, and mathematically, uh, to read it, to read it, you would have thought so. Uh, mathematically, it's not panning out. Gregor, um, have you had a chance to tinker around with this officer any at all? Yeah, I, I found her to be super boring. Super boring. I mean, she's all right on Augur. Okay. I don't have a Tribune. She might be all right on a Tribune, too. So here, here's what I'm seeing, okay? And uh, I'm going to start with her captain's maneuver. This is, where, um, this is where we didn't know. As a matter of fact, even in the early video when we consulted with Ripper, we said, hey, this looks really good. This reads really, really well. All right? However, further testing is needed. So I did set my disclaimer. Further testing is needed because her officer card reads like um, it reads like an anti-prime officers for attack. All right, it reduces the attack of the opponent's uh, stats, attack stats, by one hundred percent. Now that sounds amazing, but we we do know that there's scopely math involved. All right, so it's not reducing it one hundred percent. Your attack stats are not going to drop to zero. All right, the early testing that we found indicates that she is dropping. The net yield, all right, because, Gregor, you like dealing with net returns. The net yield of the attack seems to be dropping somewhere around 2 or 3%. It's not big. Not big. And that got me puzzled, folks. I started wondering why. Why 
if she's reducing the attack stats by 100%, why is she not doing more to the opponent's attack? So let's talk very quickly, guys, about what contributes to the ship's attack. All right, let's do some teaching tonight. What contributes to a ship's attack stats? All right, anybody? You can come in voice or you can type it. Uh, Hydra says, I'm getting a bit over 10% damage reduction with her. Okay, so your results are a little bit better than mine. And that could have something to do, Hydra, with the enemies that you're striking. So let, let's talk about this. What contributes to attack stats of an, on, uh, of an enemy ship? All right, there's several categories. Colonel Sam Houston says, is she only removing the officer bonuses? Um, kind of. Okay. Uh, Swagger, you're making it very simple. You say 300% minus 100%. Ship still has 200% bonus attack. That's not how she's working. All right, because she's removing 100% of the attack stats, not the attack bonus. So you're not even getting 100% reduction, maybe. All right. There are cases that I have been able to replicate that result in almost zero attack reduction. And how is that possible? Well, here's what's happening, folks. Here's what's happening. Let's take the North Star, for example. Let's take the North Star, for example, and the healthy mining bonus. Do you guys remember when we talked about this several months ago? The healthy mining bonus on a North Star takes into account the base stats of the officers. However, it does not change the base stats of the officers. Okay? Meaning that let's pretend base officer A has attack of 1,000. All right? Then you have Academy, let's say you're Ops 30 and you got Academy 30. Then you're getting a 30% boost from the Academy bonus on the stats. So now that officer's 1,300 instead of 1,000. Um, and let's say then that you put, it, uh, you put it on a ship, and let's say you're at Ops 30, so you don't, have, uh, you, you don't have any advanced training. Let's say you don't have that research. Let's also pretend for a minute that you do not have any stat-boosting officers on your bridge. So you don't have Kirk, you don't have um, uh, Marla McGivers or whatever her name is, okay? You don't have anybody that boosts stats on your ship. So that officer who had a base of 1,000, basically with your academy bonus, now has 1,300. That gets thrown on the ship. That gets calculated and used in the stat bonuses for your 30 or 60 or 90 or all the way up to 300%. All right? That is calculated based on the total stats uh, on, that, on that player's ship. So if I am flying in an epic ship and I have 9,000 total stats, then I get a 300% bonus. Okay? Now, what we have determined, for example, with the North Star, is that officer statistics are not used in the calculation of the healthy mining bonus. For example, the academy bonus, the um, advanced training bonus, the stat bonuses from the ship, none of those are factored into the healthy mining, uh, healthy mining calculation for the North Star. The North Star is, is just recalling the actual base value and adding a bonus based on the calculation for that. Well, folks... Here is what's happening with Giorgio and why I am now slightly more disappointed in this officer. 
not not majorly because she still has a very good use in the officer ability, and I'm going to explain it to you in a moment. The officer or the captain's maneuver of Giorgio removes 100% of the attack from the opponent, okay, by herself, like no synergy, okay, 100% reduction. So here's what's happening, folks. You've got that same officer that has 1,000 attack, and you've got your um, your academy bonus, you've got your advanced training bonus, uh, you've got all the other uh, officer stats that are getting you to the 9,000, okay? Now, when Giorgio procs, she is not removing uh, 100% of that player's base, for example, or actually that's exactly She's not removing 100% of the calculated fields, all right? She's removing 100% of the base stat. And by the way, that is not impacting any other calculation. So when your officer starts with 1,000, gets an extra 30% from your academy uh, at Ops 30, and that goes up one point for every level of the academy. At Ops 40, you've got a 40% boost. Uh, By the way, we're not even thinking about prime officers Okay, prime officers adds 100%. So, again, you got an officer with a base value of 1,000 attack. Prime officers makes it 2,000. Advanced training uh, can add 6 or 10 or 12%. Uh, the academy bonus is going to add more. So that officer, then you put it on a ship. You put it on a ship. Now, that officer could potentially have attack. Look at Khan, for example. Hey, Gregor, uh, or uh, Big Country. If you can, take any random officer, just any random officer at all, and throw up uh, a screenshot on a ship, all right? Uh, On a ship, please. Anybody. I don't care. It can be Gregor, Big Country, anybody. Anybody take any picture of an officer on a ship right now and upload it. And let me me demonstrate this, uh, this mechanic, all right? Because what they're doing with this calculation is going back after... Prime officers is buffed after academy bonus is buffed after advanced training is buffed, and Giorgio is removing 100% of the base. So, if the base was a thousand, then you have prime that makes it two thousand. All right, here we go. Maztec, thank you. Uh, big country, thank you. Let's look at Biggs. Biggs um, is on a ship. He has 1,692 attack. Now, I'm not going to break this out mathematically exact. Maybe we'll do it in a video. But he is on a ship. He's not engaged in combat. Big, you're an Ops 45, right? So he's getting a 45% increase from his academy. He's probably getting a roughly 6% increase from advanced training, or maybe more. He, he might be getting more from advanced training. Uh, he's also probably getting a 100% boost from prime officers. Now, Big, do me the exact same favor. Take, if you can, take Kirk off your ship. Take him completely off the ship and re-upload his stat screen from the officer carousel, please. All right? So we can see Kirk is, is contributing 1,692 attack stat points towards the ship bonus which is getting you up to the 300%. Now, what Big's going to show us here in just a second is what Kirk's true base value stat is. 
All right. Hey, thank you, Neo. Looky there. 505. That is the base value stat. So what is Giorgio doing? Giorgio is taking the 1,692 final, final value for Kirk, which, by the way, is actually, in hindsight, a terrible uh, example because Kirk's stats get buffed even higher in combat. All right. But what Giorgio is doing is taking 1,692 and reducing it 505. Now, that still sounds pretty daggone good, right? You're literally taking almost 30% away. Except now uh, accumulate that between the other two bridge officers and everybody on your lower deck. And here's why your net yield could be 2 or 3%, and it could be 10%, and it could be 0%. All right. Now, we're going to use this one officer, for example. But big, uh, if you would, throw Kirk back on your ship. Uh, and show, well, you know what? We can see it. Click on big screenshot where Kirk was on the ship. And if you look in the background, you can see, of course, he's got his 30% bonuses all the way down, attack, defense, and health. And you can see that his attack bonus is 31,390, which, by the way, is just stinking insane. That's insane. 31,000. By the way, uh, on an epic ship, you're only required to have 9,000. So, folks... Here's what Giorgio is doing. She's going to take, let's pretend that it's roughly 30% all the way across the board in Big's case. Okay? Let's pretend it's 30% for all officers in the case of Big Country. She's going to take that 31,000 value and ish. Again, we, we have to do this process for every officer, but let's pretend that it's generally 30%. Then it's going to re- take that 31,390 and reduce it by roughly 9,000, uh, 30%. What are we left with? We're left with 22,000. And here's why Big, if I'm battling him with George O, will have virtually a null effect because he still has his 300% attack bonus. All right, that was an incredibly long-winded explanation. Did I lose anybody? The only way that you get a significant drop, and when I say significant, I mean for the player who said, uh, Hydra, who said, well, I'm getting almost a 10% drop. You're only going to see a a bigger drop on a player that is borderline on that 300% bonus, meaning that if you take away, let's say big, is on an epic ship. We know he's on a Stella, but let's pretend he's on an epic ship and his attack is only 10,000, for example. And we're going to take away 30%-ish. That's going to be 3,000 that comes away. Well, he's now under the 9,000 required for the 300% bonus. Now he's only got 7,000, which means his bonus is going to drop to 240%. All right, And when you can effectively get somebody to drop their bonus, that is how Giorgio is going to get a little bit better. Okay, So is Giorgio the officer that I hoped that she would be against a higher-level player, a player like Big Country? No, she's going to have virtually no effect in the captain's chair because big stats are already so daggone high that reducing his attack stats is going to give me virtually no benefit. Do you understand? 
the the best use of George Joe as captain. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna say it, Gregor. I'm gonna say it. The best use for George Joe in the captain's chair is actually against a lower level player who doesn't have their stat bonuses where they need to be. And I know that's yeah, Bizarro, you got it. Low to mid players. That is where it's going to have the biggest effect. But a low to mid player, you're not going to have much trouble with anyway. So is Moreau necessary in the captain's chair? All right. Uh, I am going to say, unfortunately, unfortunately, I have been disappointed in her performance in the captain's chair. Okay. I was hoping for big things in the captain's chair. She's not providing it for me. Uh, There you go. Okay. She's out of my captain's chair. Now, let's talk about her officer ability, which is arguably much better. Okay? It's arguably much better. Um, Let's look at the only other officer that she uh, compares to with her officer ability. Uh, Not the only officer, but we've got Charvenik, we've got Nero, and now we have Giorgio. All right. Now, Charvenik is a use uh, of a different kind. She has to be in the captain's chair. All right. So you are losing the captain's uh, position if you use Charvenik. And by the way, I think Charvenik is a very pretty daggone good officer. Okay. Uh, She induces burning if the whole health drops below 80% during battle, 80% of the starting value during battle. So if you go into fresh. Uh, a fresh uh, hull, and your enemy takes you down to 80%, then you've got you know a chance to proc burning with Charvenik, okay? Plus, her officer ability uh, is really good. That's a, def- uh, a stat, not a stat booster, sorry. She's using the stats of the ship to increase, uh, oh, God, armor piercing. Thank you, uh, armor piercing, all right? So uh, she is pretty daggone good. All right, she's pretty daggone good in the captain's chair because she's actually offering you uh, two benefits there. Armor piercing based on health, and she's going to do burning, but not until you're already at 80% of your starting hull health. All right, so decent burning officer there. Better than Nero? In my opinion, yes. All right, because I think Nero is the worst burning officer there is. All right, Nero's captain's ability is to reduce your weapons, uh, reduce your opponent's weapons damage by what, like 40% or something, or 60%, which, by the way, sounds great, but it's 60% going all the way back, using the exact same formula that we just talked about, and making it 60% reduction of the base value, which means it's hardly noticeable. It's there. It's probably a, another 3 or 4% decrease in damage. Not a huge thing, because they're reducing it by the base value, like we just discussed with uh, Giorgio. But Nero's officer ability has long been discussed as broken, or, and I argue that it's not broken, it's working the way it reads, which is just a crappy card. All right? Nero is the worst of the core epics in the game because Nero, uh, Nero causes, uh, has a chance to cause burning to the enemy when you hit it, meaning that it doesn't proc at the beginning of the round. It waits until you fire a shot. The reason that this is a problem is that the first shot that you're going to fire in round two is the obliterator, and if you fire the obliterator, then Nero has a chance to proc, all right, for quote-unquote two rounds, all right, but that round counts as one, and you've already thrown a shot, and you've lost your obliterator, so then maybe uh, you get uh, a couple of energy shots, Okay, maybe you get a couple of energy shots that are burning, which are garbage. 
Okay? It's garbage. Now, here's how Giorgio works and why I like her better than Nero. Giorgio has a chance to proc burning at the very beginning of the round. Now, Medic says Nero is broken. His burning only lasts for one round. Um, is that actually true? He procs, like, towards the end of one round, and then I thought that he did work for the next round. No burning officers activate in the round that Nero uh, procs. Uh, yes. Um... I'm going to have to go back and check that. See, I don't use Nero. He's garbage. I don't use Nero. Okay? Um, and that counts as his first round. But Oh, well, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. No, Medic. It's not broken. Okay? It's not broken because those officers, by the way, proc at the beginning of the round, which is why Nero sucks. Okay? If the if the officer abilities for the other places that or for the other officers that need burning, if they proc in the very beginning, burning hasn't activated yet. Burning activates by Nero in the middle of the round. And so the other officers aren't going to proc. Now, he does proc in the next round. All right, because he well, he doesn't proc, sorry. He does last his burning into the next round, but for the for the purposes of your officers who require burning, they only have one chance because they're only going to proc in that second round. All right, which is why Nero's garbage, okay? Uh, as an as an officer ability. Now, he's great stats. He belongs on the lower deck. I use him on the lower deck. Okay, and I have typically used Charvenic, or God forbid, I know this is going to sound crazy. Uh, sometimes I run Morale on my Augur. <laughs> I run Kirk Spock on my Augur uh, because I'm running Marcus on my Enterprise. Okay, so he's a great stats officer. I'm not saying don't work on him. Super, super great stats officer. And by the way, Nero, when he procs at the appropriate time, the Obliterator works. Okay, absolutely. So he's not broken. Just the way he's designed is, is he's a sucky card. Okay? He's a sucky card. Which is why I was so excited about Giorgio coming into the game. And, by the way, if you are running an auger, if you like burning, Giorgio is still an epic officer that you should invest in. Okay? Because Giorgio procs at the beginning of the round as she should. Okay? And she uh, procs for two rounds. All right, which is great. So if you are lucky enough, you got two shots, you got two chances on an auger to get burning to proc before your obliterator f- weapon fires. And I'm here to tell you, even though uh, her starting officer ability is only a 50% proc, all right, even with Nero being promoted, because uh, what's Nero's proc rates? Nero's are, proc rates are pretty bad too. Nero's proc rates, if he's maxed, is only 50%, folks. All right? And at tier one, it's only 25. Or tier two is 30. Guys, Nero, if you can obtain Giorgio, Nero should never, ever, 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 ever be on your bridge ever again. Okay? Because, by the way, uh, oh, Dekic says, yeah, 50% per hit, which you're right. You're right. All right. But, by the way, not per hit. It is per weapon fired, so you only get two shots. All right, Because even though the energy shots uh, fire twice, then they still only count as one. Okay? So, 
I like Giorgio in the side card because her burning actually works at the beginning of the round. And because she procs at the beginning of the round, all other burning officers have an opportunity to proc as well, folks. Are you hearing me? You, if you were running burning officers that required burning at the beginning of the round and Giorgio procs, she procs first, and then your burning officers will fire. So Giorgio, for her officer ability, remains epic and remains worth it if you like burning and if you have an auger that you use her, and yes, Scaly, if you can obtain her, all right, because she's still in auction form right now. All right. Or a Tribune. Or a Tribune, okay, for those of you who are there. <laughs> okay, for those of you who are there. She's great in a battleship, which is where burning belongs. All right? Because burning, as we know from the Separatist event, burning burns the shields away. All right? And I think burning does some hull uh-huh. damage, too. Uh, uh, burning does... You get all the points. Let's see. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not shields. It burns the hull, right? It goes through That's the shields. Right. And, yeah, burns sorry. I said that backwards. <laughs> I said that backwards. Sorry, guys. It, it go, it, the burning ability literally bypasses the shields and implements a 1% bonus damage to the hull. Yes, thank you, Steven Zaren. I, I did say that backwards. 1% of the hull per round. Okay. Yes, I, I see, guys. The hull, not shields. I said that completely backwards. My bad. I, I realized it as soon as I said it. The hull, 1% per round of the hull. All right. Which is why I, I still meant it right in my head, which is why it works great on the Separatists because you don't have to get through the shields. All right. So there you go on Giorgio. Worth it? Yes, I think so if you can get her. Better than Nero, and, and for those of you who didn't know, for those of you who thought Nero was just broken, he's not. He's just a just poorly written all right it's poorly written can you have burning and hull breach of course you can of course you can you you can do it i've run i've run kirk spock nero before and i can do morale and uh, burning okay so uh, boaz says nero's a minor cut him some slack <laughs> yes you can have more than one ability as a matter of fact um, if you wanted to run this experiment, all right, you can, and uh, my, all my data indicates that it works. Uh, when we were back, Gregor, doing the Borg Mata days, we would send one uh, sacrificial lamb with the 8 of 10 officer, right, so that we could get rid of the crits. 6 we, of 10? Uh, six, no, not 6 of 10. Of 10. Maybe it was 9. Now. 9 of 10, sorry. 9 of 10 so we That's could get rid of the crits. Uh, we would send a second uh, second sacrificial lamb for uh, that contained uh, Kirk, Gorkon, and Nero all on one ship. All right, which is stupid, but uh, it works. It, it seemingly works. All right, because uh, burning then into uh, yeah, burning indicates or, or gets you that one percent damage when burning fires. Then you get that one percent damage against the armada, which is pretty pretty significant. If you get the whole breach going on, again, that um, uh, if you can inflict whole breach on the target, then everybody's crits get higher. All right? And uh, morale. Somebody help me out. Morale has something to do tec- uh, technically with lowering mitigation of the opponent. Is that what it is? It increases your mitigation slightly. Increases your mitigation. So morale doesn't actually do anything to an armada. Is that correct? No, it's just for proccing on officer abilities. 
like okay. other spots. So don't stuff. run Kirk. Don't run Kirk. But you can run Hole Breach and Burning at the same time, and it does work on the target. Okay. Well, there I mean, you. Kirk is still valuable if people had Spocks on it. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is if you're running Kirk, Nero, Gorkon, then Kirk's not doing anything for you. Right? Yeah. Yes. Unless you got Kirk in the captain's chair, which then I guess technically gives you the stat boost. You could do that and get the stat boost from Kirk, but again, not not doing a whole lot of things. Uh, Snake Eyes sums that up. Morale is a buff for yourself. Burning and Hull Breach are debuffs for the enemy, and that's why they work. Okay? The bears. The bears. Uh, so there you go. And uh, we should have talked about this from the beginning, Gregor, because I like this part. This is math and nerdy stuff. Maybe I'll just cut the entire first part of the show, and we'll go an extra hour now, and we'll just forget all that earlier garbage. You want to do that? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, because I also want to talk to you a little bit about Saru, rare Saru. And, um, and, and then I'm also going to give you a little bit on Stamets, okay? Um, so, yeah, we can go a little bit of extra time, and we'll just cut the, the first part because it's all garbage. And I don't, I don't want people to hear me get hangry. Um, so let's talk about, uh, <laughs> medic says, just send the first part of the show to Scopely. Eh, maybe, maybe not. All right. Uh, let's talk about Saru. Bizarro says Saru bad. Ooh, Bizarro. Why do you feel that way? Because now that he works so good or now that he, sorry, now that he's been repaired, now that he's working properly, Saru's pretty daggone good. Saru is pretty daggone good depending on where you place him. Depending on where you place him. Uh, Bizarro, it sounds to me like you're saying Saru was bad because you're using him for the officer ability. The officer ability is to reduce your opponent's weapons damage by what? 60%? All right. And again, we've always talked. I personally hate those types of abilities. I think those abilities uh, in almost every situation are not worth the card that they're written on. If you're going to get me a 1% benefit or a 3% net benefit, I'm out, okay? Because on weapons damage, that matters none. That is not going to prevent big country from being able to defeat my ship. If I could load 25 of those officers and let them all stack, then sure, okay? But Saru, in my mind, does not belong on a sidecar, a a sidecar position. Saru's benefit... Sorry, I'm getting a sore throat. Saru's benefit is in the captain's seat. Saru's benefit is in the captain's seat where he can reduce the opponent's critical hit chances. Now, you might ask, Bizarro, what does that mean for me? That means that he is the game's very first anti-con. He is the game's very first anti-con, and it can be nasty. All right. It's a PvP version of Gala, says Stevens Aaron. That's exactly right. The uh, the chance of uh, uh, no 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 not PvP version of Gala, Stevens Aaron. You threw me off. All right. Gala reduces critical hit damage. All right. Saru is reducing critical hit chance. It's the PvP version of nine of ten. All right. Reducing critical hit chance. All right. Saru is uh, every time your ship is hit by a critical hit, all right, Saru uh, Saru decreases the critical hit chance of the opponent by 10%. Now, let's start out base, okay? Somebody show me any ship you want. Show me the utility screen and show me your critical hit chance. 
Not with Khan, please. Just any random ship. Anybody throw it up. Okay? Uh, Captain Planet says, For Disco PvP, I've been using Burnham and Saru next to her purely for speed. Uh, okay. Purely for speed, if you wanted to do that, that's completely fine. Um, if you're truly wanting pure speed, then you should probably be looking at Pan with full synergy. Just yeah, FYI. All right. If you're if you're actually truly wanting speed. Oh well, yeah. For okay, he says bonus points though. And of course, that makes absolute perfect sense. In that particular case, Captain Planet, you're not using Saru for his ability at all. You're just using him for the synergy. Uh, to uh, to Burnham and, you know, using Burnham to get points, but that's not a good PvP crew, okay? Uh, in, in general, in general. All right, thank you very much. Here is a USS Enterprise showing a critical chance of 12%. Thank you for showing that. A critical chance of 12%, Medic. Thank you for sharing uh, your Enterprise screenshot. 12%. Now, here's what's going to happen. Saru is in the co- in the captain's chair. He's procked and ready. All right. And Medic is going to come and attack my ship. All right. And let's do this uh, shot for shot. He's going to come and attack my ship. My ship uh, has Khan. So uh, let's say he attacks me, so I get the first shot off. And it's a regular shot, meaning Saru does nothing. Then he shoots me. Um... It can be a regular shot or critical. doesn't matter to me. But because he shoots me, my con is going to proc and add five percentage points to my proc rate, which is also 12%. Okay? So next round, and by the way, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, this does not change your critical hit chances in the same round. It does accumulate but it's not going to reset your, your, your critical hit chance till the next round. So he's going to throw one shot. Uh, Khan is going to proc. Now I'm to 17%, but I'm still 12 for the round. All right. Uh, I'm going to shoot him in a non-critical, so nothing happens with Saru. He shoots me again with any shot, and Khan's going to proc again. Now I'm up to 22% to start round two, and that's all the fires for an Enterprise. Two shots in round one. All right. So his Saru did nothing because my shots were normal shots and not critical. But now going into round two, I now have a 22% chance at firing a critical because of Khan. All right. I now have a 22% chance at throwing a critical at him because I have Khan who proc. So uh, I get to go first. Let's say I roll that die and I'm lucky one out of four. And I throw a critical. Uh-oh. I threw a critical at Saru. Saru now, if he does not have synergy, is going to proc and reduce my critical chance by 10%. And again, this goes uh, for, the, for the next round. I don't believe that proc rates change during the same round. Okay? So uh, my 22% for round three uh, is now going to be reduced to 12%. So I threw a critical, Saru procs, now I'm down to 12. Now he throws a shot at me, okay? Uh, my con procs, I go back to 17, all right? I throw a shot at him that's regular, so Saru does nothing. And then he shoots me again, my con procs, I go to 22. Then I shoot him with a non-critical with my kinetic, a non-critical, for example, just using the storyline. 
uh, Saru does nothing, and then he shoots me with his kinetic, and my con procs again and goes to 27%. However, without Saru, I would be at 37%. You follow what I'm saying? This, And by the way, we're only in round two. And I've taken my critical hit chances in this scenario from 12% to 27% in two rounds. And Khan and, and Saru even dropped me 10%. So you see how effective Khan can be. All right. Without Saru, my Khan could be to 100% by round five or round six, I believe. Uh, I think it's round six. Okay. So, um, sorry, Gregor's distracting me. Yeah, if your con is 5%, of course. And I get that. It, it could be 4%. It could be 3%, whatever. The math still stacks. And, and FYI, Saru is amazing against lower level cons. Okay. Bizarro says my con is 3%, and this could still be nasty. Uh, and it can be. By the way, your 3% con is nasty in and of itself. It may take you a few extra rounds to get to 100% critical chance, but you're still going to get there. All right? Now, Bloke, uh, Blokemon says it's definitely a straight 10% reduction, not 10% of whatever your current rate is. My, Based on the testing that I have done, I believe that it is a straight 10% reduction, not 10% of whatever your current rate is. And, and I, I... So that because... Uh, without con, he can get me to zero. Without con on my enterprise, in the test that I ran, when someone ran Saru against me without con, um, by round five or six, I never threw another critical for the rest of the battle. All right, so I don't believe that it's ten percent of what your current rate is. I think it is just straight ten percent, which is consistent with how nine of ten works, and consistent with how Gala works. Okay. <laughs> See, you guys don't want the opinion pieces, and now you don't want the math pieces. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. <laughs> Tequila says, don't diss my math. I'm right 60% of the time. It's probably a little bit more than that. All right. But that's, you know, that's, kind of, that's kind of where we're at. So Saru is a wonderful anti-con. If you're not running con, then I'm here to tell you, you're going to take, depending on what ship is attacking you, you're going to take two, maybe three critical shots at all for the entire round. Think about what I'm saying to you folks. If you've got Saru in the captain's chair and you engage a ship that does not have Khan, the worst you are going to take is three critical shots depending on what the critical chance is of the ship. We've got some screenshots here. Take a look. The Kelvin, 12%. The Franklin, 12%. Here is, um, why is this Kelvin 22%? Gregor, why is your Kelvin 22% and Big Countries is only 12 Oh, research. Holy smokes. Okay, there you go. Penis measuring contest. <laughs> there you go. All right, take a look at uh, take a look at this auger from Blokemon. 9.7%, meaning that that auger can throw one critical against Saru and it's done for the entire round because that auger does not have con in the bridge. All right? Uh take a look at the Stella, 17%, Enterprise, 12%, and research helping that. Folks, are you hearing me? Are you seeing the benefit of Saru? 
All right. And by the way, Quick Thinker says, so what you're saying is good to have in your base? Oh, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Okay. Great base defense. Tilly is great base defense. All right. Um, Saru, great base defense. You can eliminate all crits. You can eliminate all crits. You're going to take one or two, but then they're done. Then they're done. All right. Take a look at this D3, 17% critical chance. All right. So two criticals from it, and you're done. Bizarro says, okay, I retract my bad statement. Saru, good. <laughs> there you go. Saru is good, folks. Saru is great. All right. Now that he's working, thank the good Lord. If Before the patch, he was garbage. <laughs> he was garbage. But now he's working great. Okay. And every time you get hit with a critical. So imagine, imagine what a, uh, yes, synergy adds five. Uh, it can add up to, so you could go up to 30% with this. You can go up to 30% with full synergy, although I don't recommend that. Okay, I, I don't. I, I, me personally, on an auger, again, I like Saru, Giorgio and the side card, uh, which is only getting me, uh, I think Giorgio is going to get me 10%, right? Or is Giorgio, no, Giorgio's uh, another tactical command officer. I think she only gives 5%. So I can get Saru to 15%, and then I'm going to run, uh, if I wanted to be, I don't know. I don't know that I'd run Burnham. I don't, I don't, uh, Burnham is a shield stripper, but uh, unless her officer ability is tier four or five, I don't think she's strong enough. Um, I like uh, Khan, actually. I like Saru, Giorgio, and Khan. Why? I like Khan there to increase my own critical chances so that I have better chances to fire the obliterator as a critical. Imagine, I mean, the obliterator is already beast mode, all right? But now take obliterator and add it to, and make it a critical. Mm. Woo! 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 All right, yeah, 5% from Giorgio. So I'm getting a 15% reduction. And, by the way, in case somebody else is running con against me, then I've got Saru there to nullify his con so that my con can take over and throw all criticals at him now admittedly con on an auger is not as potent as say con on an interceptor or con on something with heavy kinetics because uh, four out of the five shots every you know four four shots every round are energy and they're actually relatively low energy I, you know they're not they're not super fantastic they're okay they're okay but they're not they're not great you know kinetics are really really good with con all right, so Blokemon says uh, basically using Saru, Giorgio, and Khan can out-con somebody else's Khan. You got it. <clears throat> Dekic says run Decius instead of Khan versus Saru. Um, yes, but only if that battle is going to go a long time, Dekic, because Decius takes a lot longer to catch up. Um, and, you know, a critical is what? 150 or 180 percent of a normal shot so it's going to take it's going to take Decius a while to catch up to that all right you guys take a look uh there fartasia just posted the firing pattern of the auger and if you're listening in podcast form you can catch that in the elkarts 2.0 discord run by fartasia thank you that's the firing pattern so if you're again listening in podcast form go in and do exclamation point auger space bar 
uh, FP for firing pattern, and you can see the firing pattern of that auger. It's going to fire you four energy shots. By the way, those uh, are only two weapons, so Khan is only going to proc uh, twice if you're on the receiving end. It's not four times. It's only twice. All right, and then you get the obliterator in rounds two, five, eight, and uh, repeating. Okay, there you go. So there is Saru. Okay, there is Saru. Uh, you got that backwards, Mr. Harley Quinn. That is exclamation point auger spacebar FP for firing mm, pattern. Wrong. Oh, Fartasia says it's either or. Okay, I've always used it the other way around. Both work. There you go. See, now you got two different ways to use it. You can use it either way. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, so... Let's see. Uh, Stevens Aaron does remind you, even though the weapon fires twice, it only counts as one proc per weapon, which we know, and that is accurate. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Anybody have any questions on Saru or Giorgio? We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, I'm going to give you a little bit on rare Stamets. Okay? I'm going to give you a little bit on rare Stamets and why and when he is useful. Okay? Uh, Truck and Chick says, yeah, can you cover that again? I missed it. Luckily for you, in just probably 12 short hours, this podcast will be available for playback on your favorite podcast platform, and you can hit the rewind and playback button as many times as you would like. My name is Ultimate DJs. We're going to take our final break here on Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Prego Toaster Waffles, the breakfast waffles that plump when you cook them. Mattel presents Supreme Court Barbie, the doll that spends all day taking questions. I think I need a break. Okay. Supreme Court Barbie acts happy to see everybody, from bottom-feeding politicians to third-rate reporters. I can't keep smiling like this anymore. I am exhausted. And unlike other Barbies, there's no expensive dream house to buy, because Supreme Court Barbie is stuck on her butt for eight hours straight. My cheeks are killing me. Supreme Court Barbie, the toy that every kid judges favorite. Supreme Court protest Barbie sold separately. Don't touch me! to the show. Uh, yes, Kirk and Chick, I played your song last break. I'm so very, very sorry. But again, you can hear that on playback as well. And we will say it again to you, Kirk and Chick. Congratulations on promoting your ops. Uh, you told me you were going to Ops 33. So, you know what? You can make an argument that this song was also for you, okay? We played the Moving On Up, and this is also celebration. This is all about Truck and Chick's promotion in the game. Congratulations to you, Truck and Chick, uh, and uh, promoting up your ops. Congratulations. 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 Yeah! <laughs> 
we, we don't always uh, we don't always celebrate everybody's ops level ups, but you know, hey, yeah, Trek and Shake's been a patron of the show since like day one, so it's uh, it's important. It's important for us to recognize her achievements. All right, so good for you. Congratulations. Uh, the show will not be called "Don't Call Me a Bully." I'm probably going to cut that whole part of the show. <laughs> See, now you're making me talk about it again. I'm going to cut it again. Cut. Welcome back to the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but I do want to welcome you back. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I want to leave it in there. I don't think I want. Ooh, did you really, Bull? Congratulations. That's another big one. Yay, Bull! <laughs> Bull went to Ops 39 today. Nice, nice. Congratulations, man. That's a big one. That's a milestone right there. Ops 39 is a milestone, I think. That's, that's a good one. Uh, that's a really, really good one. Congratulations to you, buddy. All right, uh, folks, let's uh, get ready to wrap up our conversation. I do want to talk about um, Rare Stamets and why he is incredibly important. All right? Rare Stamets. Uh, is a super-duper important officer, especially if you're going to be using the Discovery uh, as a as an Uber, as an instant Uber. Uh, you can call it a transporter pad. You can call it instant teleportation. Uh, you can call it anything you want, but black alert jumping is, uh, is obviously making its way into the game and uh, can do so for any player level 30 or higher. All right, uh, and that is the summons, and of course, twenty-one or higher for just black alert. Now, let's talk about why black alert uh, and its costs. Okay, and I know uh, Fartasia, you've got a beautiful, wonderful chart. I'd love for you to throw that up if you don't care. I know it's base values, uh, and that's good. We do math on this show, uh, guys. The black alert capability on the Discovery herself has a cost, a cost that is reduced every single time you uh, tear up the spore drive, okay? Every time you tear up the spore drive, then that uh, cost of mycelium, the cultivated mycelium cost, reduces, all right? There's also a research now, cultivated mycelium efficiency that's located in your galaxy tree, uh, and that will further reduce the cost of cultivated mycelium for black alert jumps and summons. Thank you, Fartasia. One of the moderators, please grab that chart and throw that into our graphics room. That is a wildly important chart. And guys, remember, this is base value. This is before any research. This is before any officer ability, anything, okay? So the base value, if you've just built the discovery, it's going to cost you 1,000 mycelium to black alert. All right. You promote that spore drive, and it looks like it drops roughly uh, 50 uh, per tier, all the way up to tier 7. Then it's going to drop by 100 and then another 100. Finally, at tier 9, maxing out at 500. That's the base value, by the way, folks. The base value. And when we talk about scopely math, this is the considered base value. Oh, man. Somebody screenshot that from Farty and throw that in there, too, because there's your formula. There's your formula on how to calculate the actual cost that you're going to pay. By the way, you forgot one thing, Farty. You forgot one thing. That is the officer uh, research, the officer ability of rare stamets plus his synergy is added as a uh, another bonus to the cultivated mycelium uh, uh, research efficiency. So, for example, base cost divided by one plus mycelium efficiency research bonus, 
plus the percentage offered to you by rare Stamets. Okay? The percentage offered to you by rare Stamets. So, for example, uh, he used this following example. Uh, Tier 3... Uh, our jump cost at level three research for a tier three discovery with no officer is going to be 900 divided by one plus 0.15. All right. Not using rare stamets. If you add rare stamets in there, you're going to get another 5% ability. Okay. Another five. Uh, no, it's not. It must not be 5%. What is it? Is it 15? Somebody help me out. It must be 15%. Is it 15% at base? I, I cannot remember. No, it can't be 15 either. Oh, whatever. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. The, the, the benefit that you get from rare Stamets is also, okay? Okay, thank you, Stevens, Aaron. Stamets is 20% pre-synergy, 20% pre-synergy, and uh, it, this was one thing I didn't like, Scopely. The one thing that I didn't like about this officer card is the super teeny tiny synergy bonus that you offered to Stamets. Look here. All right, Stamets, uh, thank you again, Farty. You're doing a great job tonight, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, uh, Captain's ability is 20% at base with a max synergy bonus of only 6 more percent. Only 6 more percent. So you could, if you ran Stamets with max synergy, then you could further get another 26% reduction on top of your mycelium research efficiency uh, on top of the base value of the tier of your spore drive long story short folks if you are using summons if you are using black alert jump then stamets literally has to be in the captain's chair for example for example if i'm going to use him as i did holy cow guys i i ran into this yesterday i zoned out my team started an armada (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my team started an armada. I called in. They're counting on me, right? They're counting on me to show up. I missed my window. I daggone missed my window. I couldn't warp there fast enough. Oh, thank goodness for summons. Thank goodness for summons because I black alert jumped there, got my discovery into position, and then I summoned my ship with minutes to spare. All right. I missed my window because I, listen, we're at war. So I try to show up with only 20 to 30 seconds left. So I don't give the enemy a whole lot of time to kill me. And I missed my window. <laughs> so I had to summons there. Uh, I summons there and, uh, and it worked. But what I had to do very quickly, I could have summons there very expensively by just rushing, right, panicking, and just switching out my ship and, you know, putting my PvP crew on that thing and black alert jumping, and I would have gotten no benefit from the 26%. I would have gotten uh, no savings on the summons that it would have cost to get there, okay? But instead, I took 30 seconds. I loaded up Stamets with full synergy. And by the way, there is literally very few scenarios very few scenarios these burst events may be arguably an area where you can't use full synergy for stamets but i don't know it depends on how aggressive you're trying to be it depends on how aggressive you're trying to be in these burst events because i would rather save the mycelium (laughs) i know that sounds goofy but i'd rather save the mycelium than spend extra and waste the mycelium even if you know stamets or Giorgio might be a critical captain all right, I kind of feel I kind of feel like I'd rather be saving the mycelium. I, I don't know. You guys can play your way. You guys can determine whether or not it's worth spending extra mycelium 
to use a critical captain on, on your summoning ship. All right. Uh, Tabby Moses said, it'd be nice if we could summons uh, two armadas at war. Sucks for armadas. Well, Tabby Moses, that's what I'm saying. That's, what, that's literally what I just did. I missed my window to warp. So I black alert jumped with about, and by the way, I left some time just in case I screwed this up. I, black, I, I calculated um, what it was going to take for me to black alert jump. Because by the way, if, I cl- if my entry point is on the east point of the system and I click on the west point of the system, and click on black alert jump, it still, uh, it, it still, th- this is the one complaint that I've got. It doesn't really tell you the exact impulse time across the system. So I gave it 75 seconds to be safe. So basically, when I had a minute and a half left, I, I black alert jumped. I black alert jumped. And, uh, and that was about right. From east to western points on the system, it did take about 70 seconds. So then I got my disco over there. Once it stopped, I summonsed, and then I, I, was, able to, I was able to do that. Big Country says, I was actually going to bring that up. Sometimes it's better to go to the next system and warp back. That, you know what? That's actually a genius idea, and I didn't think about that. But, yeah, uh, maybe better to summons to the next system over and warp back because the disco, uh, unlike any other ship in the game, will not tell you travel time across the system if you're black alert jumping. All right, so you got to be really, really careful about that, even with the use of armadas. So if you're going to use it in an armada, you need to leave yourself plenty of time, depending on where you have to cross as far as the system goes. But nonetheless, that's what I did. Oh, I'm sorry, your mics weren't potted up. I fixed your mics if you guys are trying to talk. Sorry about that. Um, So yeah, black alert, jumping, and then summonsing to an armada. I was able to make it, but... I could have spent about 300 more mycelium than, uh, than it, it would have cost if I had not taken the time to load Stamets. Stamets is, is super-duper important, okay? And a great officer to use in full synergy if you plan on using summons with any degree of regularity. If, if you are not a player who wants to buy prepaid gas cards. <laughs> and by prepaid gas cards, I mean buying cultivated mycelium packs because they are available. And they're not crazy expensive, but, I mean, I do look at that like buying gas. <laughs> buying gas, <laughs> okay? You can make your own gas in your garage, all right, or you can buy gas. All right, there you go. Uh, for those of you talking about the warp timers, for those of you talking about warp timers, uh, on Stella and the ISS Jelly. Don't have an answer on the ISS Jelly. The Stella one can be uh, impact, can be corrected by warping to a destination, immediately hitting cancel, and then restarting your warp, and it will be correct. The Jelly, though, that does not seem to be working for the Jelly, so I don't, I don't know what we're working on there. Raxanar shows a cost of only 284 cultivated mycelium for a tier 9 discovery and maxed cultivated efficiency, uh, mycelium efficiency. There's the jump cost at 284. And Raxanar, we could math this thing out, but if you don't mind, share with us your summons cost, which I'm going to guess with the max reduction or max research, uh, you should be at what, 1364? Or 13. I can't remember. Hold on, we could go back up and look at uh, and look at the right. Elkars chart. Uh, because, uh, by the way, did we ever determine if... Uh, yeah, here's the summons cost. Okay, summons. <clears throat> yeah, so it should be... I think it should be like 13-something if you're running full synergy. 
Um, Blue Mandalorian says 700 summons. What do you mean, 700? No, 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 no. It, it's not going to be that cheap. It's not going to be that cheap. Because um, it can, it is impacted by the tier of your spore drive. So if you had 1,500, then you got a 50% reduction. No, yeah, yours is going to be low. It's going to be under 1,000, isn't it? Blokemon <coughs> said, yeah, under 1,000. Raxnar says only 852 for a summons, which is actually really good. Like, that's super good, guys. As you tier the discovery, then uh, that mycelium efficiency research will also stack on the summons cost. That's really good. 852 to summons a ship. I mean, there's literally no reason why people won't be summoning ships, like, all the time. And I think Scopely designed it that way. You know, and and I'm, I'm not opposed to it. This is a great tool. We've already heard from some of the VIPs, Gregor in particular, who is using the snot out of this thing just to help him in his gameplay. Not even to, you know, be a bully. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said it that way. Uh, not, to, not to, you know, to grief players, all right, or not to exact his will on his server. All right, he's, he's using it to improve his own gameplay. Big country, big country, say it in voice. Say it in voice. I want it on record. Come on. Come no, no, on. I am uh, quoting you. Those are quotes. That's There's no quote, quote there. Sure. Guys, clip yeah. that. I oh, want that know, on I a coffee mug. That. I guess I should have. I want, I want that. Somebody, get it, get it. Hurry, hurry, screenshot that. I want it on a quote. Uh, I, want it, I want it screenshotted. I want to put it on a mug, and we're going to send it to Big Country. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on a coffee mug. I'm going to put it on a pair of socks. All right, I'm going to put it on a pair of socks and send you, send you a pair of socks. It says, best ship in the fleet. Thank you, Hydra. <laughs> yes. I love it. Best ship in the fleet, Big Country says. Best ship in the fleet. Uh, Gregor, you still hanging out with us? Yeah, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, best ship in the fleet? Best utility ship in the fleet. Ooh. Yep. All right, I'll go with that. Best utility ship in the fleet. All right. Best utility ship. Big Country, uh, you've heard the modification issued by Gregor. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, he said he get, he told me that. Uh, I guess we talked to him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Best utility ship in the fleet. Uh, just mm-hmm. as a point of comparison, what are the other utility ships? Are you ta- are you referring to like event ships like Botany Stella, Bay, Vidar, yeah, Botany well, Bay, Franklin. Franklin? Okay, all right. So well, okay, fair. Out of all the event ships, uh, best ship and best ship out of the event ships. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Yeah, Snake Eyes says it's actually kind of technically the only utility ship. But, yeah, no, we'll go, we'll go with the event ships. We'll go with the event ships, all right? And uh, there you go. Best ship in the fleet. That's what Big says. All right, folks. Um, does anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions? Um, uh, Spock says, I refuse to call it a utility. It's a cab ride. <laughs> it's Is, kind of a utility. Did you get an answer on your hint from last show or not? No, actually, yes, I did get an answer, and they said no. I can't say what I wanted to say because <laughs> my hint was my hint was pretty obvious, and they said no. I actually did ask them to provide me with another one, and they and we never we never followed up on it. I've actually had a ridiculously busy end of my week, which guys, you for those of you who who know what I do and talk with me on a regular basis, you know the last couple months have been a little slow, been, been not super great for business. Uh, I, I, you know, I hope 
that for a lot of you guys, things are getting back to normal. I know some people are getting back to work. Things are starting to pick back up. My industry's still a little bit down, and it's been down for a little while, so it's starting to become a little you know, a little worrisome as we head into the Christmas season, um, you know, and, and sales are down, <laughs> business is down. So, so um, I've had a, a little bit of, you know, extra time at work, you know, to sit around and not do anything. But the last couple of days have been very busy and I'm very grateful for that. So I gladly set the game down, you know, so I could actually make a couple of dollars. Um, but uh, yeah, no, so I, I, I needed to work. I needed to work this week. Uh, customers showed up to buy stuff, and I'm like, let me take your money. So I had to do that. I had to do it, Gregor. Um, yeah, Colonel Sam. No, no. I don't I don't think anything about that industry is down. Uh, so, yeah. As a matter of fact, you know why? Uh, okay, so Wicked Witch says send your coworker on vacation again. That's actually what happened. He took the second half of this week off. He's been gone since Wednesday. So I've worked bell to bell uh, for the last four days, and, and it's been good. I've actually, you know, made money because he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I said I told him I actually sent him a message earlier today I said you want to take next week off too because I'll, I'll work bell to bell just stay away you know go go to the beach I don't care go somewhere else stay away uh yeah no oh if only pops if my OnlyFans page was blowing up then uh, I wouldn't have to worry about working as much as I am all right any questions folks uh any questions at all let me answer those very quickly as we'll spend about four or five minutes here and uh do any kind of community roundtable. Your mics are potted up if you guys want to chat. Okay. If you guys want to come in and have anything to say, then please do come in. Uh, we'll, we'll take our time here with this last little bit since I'm going to apparently cut the first half of the show. Um, officer ability of origin stamets. Officer ability of origin stamets. Okay. Somebody has asked if that's working. Uh, ain't going to lie. I have not tested any of the commons for abilities. Uh, sorry. But what is it? Uh, can, can someone show me very quickly? And, and we'll take a look and see uh, how it's going. If anybody has looked at it. Because I, I, I have not. It was his, like, the plus 10 to defense or something like that. Because I, I, uh, I haven't even tested those officers. Because, again, the, the effect I is believe so- he's the reduction in the summoning cost. Oh, that's the 15 warp speed? Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about the other one. Never mind. 15%. Thank you, Fartasia. Man, Fartasia's on it tonight. Look at that. Uh, okay. You're asking about the plus 15. Uh, no, you're asking about the plus percentage to warp speed. Uh, officer ability of origin stamina. So adding 30% at tier one to warp speed. So I, honestly, I haven't tested it. That would be a good one to check. Um, it's simple. I mean, obviously, it'd be super easy to check. Uh, Considering the ship ability doesn't really jive with the ship. What? Considering the ship ability of discovery. The other Stamets really is the one that makes more sense. Yeah, because as soon as this guy first came out, I was like, wow, why are they giving us warp speed? What the hell? We just teleport. Screw your warp speed. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's kind of the point. <laughs> but yeah. the next Stamets is the smart one. He's the guy who has the reduction as the captain ability. This one's just messed up. Like who? Yeah. All right, so um, uh, Colonel Sam and Epic Neo both agree that uh, it does work, not as effectively as Helvia and Domitia, but can pile on top. So if you've got somewhere you need to go very quickly, say for example, um, you know, going to kill baby miners or something like that, uh, then you could throw the two Speed Girls and uh, Origin Stamets on you know a gladius or a sally 
and uh, you know go farm all the miners you want because you know you're. A I don't even friend. know what warp is anymore. <laughs> no, I, I don't you're not. You're not warping anywhere, right? You're literally. You're you're jumping everywhere. Hundred percent jumping. Hundred percent jumping. Uh, so that means you're going to end up buying gas cards, right? You're going to end up buying. I need to go to the corner store. Black alert. Yeah. <laughs> Mailbox. Black alert. Doesn't matter. I need I need a beef jerky stick. Black alert. Uh, there you go. Uh, all right, Stevens Aaron is throwing up a couple of images. Uh, Fifty four seconds to a place. Thirty five percent. Thirty five seconds to another place with Stamets. Uh, so it does appear that he uh, that he is working. Don't forget, Fartasia. Aaron's eyes all messed up. Fartasia, why is it, are his eyes all messed up? Like it's after the fact. Well, his everything about the Stamets cards, both of them, are a little bit weird, a little bit goofy. All right, but you know, nonetheless, hey, he's working. Don't matter. I don't care what he looks like. Taco Bell, black alert. All right, there you go. <laughs> Anything else? Any other questions? <laughs> you guys you guys are teasing me now because I'm talking about clubbing baby miners. I wish we could get the, the devs on when they release these new batches of officers to explain how they anticipated them to be used sometimes. Like, what use case were they thinking when they gave some of these abilities? Well, uh, you know, for example, the plus 10 to health stat. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. That is the weirdest ability in the game. Plus 10 to health stats. Like that That is by far and away the strangest and most throwaway officer ability in the entire game. Mac says it gives more than 10. Uh, 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 it gives 10 on the base, Mac. It gives 10 on the base. So then I when, feel you, like, when you add I it. I feel like one of 10 started the standard of weird abilities. One of 10's ability is okay. He offered additional shield mitigation. That was a good ability. I mean, if you wanted to use him for that, I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody uses him for his captain's maneuver. In the very beginning, he was slightly useful on level 25 uh, board probes because you got that extra protection and you had a slight mitigation that you could go with if you went um, Chantalon and 1 of 10. One of but 10 the, point, the point was the two abilities didn't marry together well. No. The mining ability and oh, combat I see. ability. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they don't marry together well. Yeah, overprotected cargo protection and then, and then battle. Uh, shield mitigation yeah just kind of weird you know weird um so uh you know i I don't know but uh but back to max comment uh yes it is to base and so then when you add your officer ability advanced training and the ship bonuses and all that then it does yield to be more than 10 but it's still it's a weird ability right 10 and then so if you got prime officers then it adds 20 if you got academy level 40 then it adds you know then it goes to uh 24 uh, and if you got advanced training, then it goes to 24.6. So, you know, I don't know. What does 24.6 round to? Probably 24. I don't think that they round up anything in this game. So so your advanced training bonus is probably worthless. So so it takes your stat bonus uh, from 10 uh, to, to – well, it adds a benefit of 24, Mac. I think it's I think it's what it does. And, and God knows we are all hurting. We are all so hurting – for an extra 24 attack. What if somebody uses Giorgio against you? <laughs> I disagree, Snake Eyes. Even <laughs> then, like, the cadets kick those guys' butts. Oh, yes. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, Snake Eyes. 20, 24 stat points isn't important to anybody in this game. Like, period. No. Nobody. 
Uh, Max says, so why does it add attack and health? Oh, well, that's great. If it is, because it's not supposed to be. <laughs> Yay! Quality assurance. Uh, so you're saying that the one card is adding attack and health? That's not supposed to be happening. <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to be happening. Yep, there you go. All Secrets righty. out. Secrets out. Guys. Secrets out. Load up. Now. Load up load on the up. on the common discovery origins officers. They're broken and they're adding double stats. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, I've had enough tonight. This this show is already going to take an extra few minutes to put up because I'm going to have to figure out what to cut out of the first half. We've been on the air for two and a half hours. I can't upload that, so I'm going to have to cut something. I'm going to have to cut something. K-Horn says, cut it all. Just don't upload anything. Yeah. All right. Let's play a game, everybody. Now listen, as I'm getting ready to uh, as I'm getting ready to pick a player, you need to kind of be thinking about it. if you get picked, you need to quickly be able to identify your partner, okay? So try not to think about it too long. If you get picked, have your partner in mind, all right? All right, here we go. Vita's bot, please, for the love of God, find me a winner today. Vita's bot, congratulations, Nostromo, Nostromo! All right, Nostromo, you are a player. Actually, hang on. Have Nostromo, didn't you just win something? Uh-oh. Nostromo just won something. Hold on. I got to check. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he oh. did. Pull he up did. the list. I, I'm looking for the list. Where the heck is my list? Uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Games and contests. Snake Eyes trying to organize all my stuff. Okay. Nostromo won... Oh my god, he's eligible! He won on September 16th! <laughs> wow, Nostromo, you got the luckiest luck of anybody. Yeah, Nostromo won on September 16th. He is one day eligible. That's insane. Yeah, bot loves him. Hey, uh, Karkin, the bot has a new... I haven't been picked in a while. I know, it's, it's yeah, moved on. It's the bot... Because Vita put in a don't pick Karkin clause in there. So. <laughs> All right, Nostromo, you got a chance and to play. He was fighting it. That's why he wasn't working. He yeah, like, no. maybe so. Nostromo, uh, sounds like he's going to play in voice. Who's going to be your partner today? And Starbase is going to be the partner. Starbase. Welcome. Congratulations, Starbase. All right, Starbase, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and throw you in the soundproof booth. All right, Starbase. Is Starbase, like, here? Is he... Is he... Okay, Starbase, there you are. I'm going to throw you in the soundproof booth. It's going to get very quiet. Don't freak out. You haven't lost connection. Say goodbye, everybody, to Starbase. He is disappearing for just a moment. Uh, throwing him in the soundproof booth. All right, there we go. That is done. Uh, do what? Oh, slow mode. Okay, we'll do it. Slow mode. There it is. Slow mode is on. All right, now, here's what we need to do. Nostromo... I am, uh, I did, Vita. All right, Nostromo, let me open up your PM. And there we go. Okay, I got a PM open with Nostromo. Nostromo, you got a chance to play. 250 Sport Drive components are up for grabs if you have an opportunity to win. Yeah, you better type fast. I'm going to put 45 seconds on the clock. The clock will begin after I finish reading the first question. All right, Nostromo, 
You have not answered me in PM. You need to do it over here in PM. Hey, hey, hey. There we go. All right, I've opened a window with you. Come and answer. There you go. Now you're typing to me. Okay, here we go. Let me see. <laughs> These are good questions. Let me read them real quick to so make sure I don't I don't screw up reading one. Oh, these are good. All right, let's play The Feud, everybody. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Name something, Nostromo. Name something a country western singer sings about that a rapper would not. All right, answer me quickly and in text. Name something a country western singer sings about that a rapper would not. Okay, what might somebody do that would annoy fellow theater goers at a play? Something somebody would do that annoy fellow theater goers at a play. Name a creature that eats bugs. Name a creature that eats bugs. Oh, this one's taking him a minute. A creature that eats bugs. All right, name something that chili may come with or without. Name something chili may come with or without. And name a U.S. state whose residents say y'all. Quickly, quickly, quickly. All right, time's up. All right, he got it in. He got it. Barely, barely. All right, truck and chick. Truck and chick. I had good answers for all of those. That was a good list. That is a good list. All right, Wicked Witch. Uh, or truck and chick, either one of you. Here, let's go over his answers. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's find the answers here. Name something a country western singer sings about that a rapper would not. He said his dog. Dog is, uh, that's up there. Let's see. Survey says good for 18 points. It's on the board and uh, the number three answer for 18 points. What might somebody do that would annoy fellow theater goers at a play? You said talk. He said talk. Uh, survey says, wow, yeah, talk uh, is number one on the list worth 80 points. 80 points talking. Uh, so, yeah, doing very, very well there. Name a creature that eats bugs. You said a monkey. A monkey. Name a creature Re- that eats what? bugs. He said a monkey. Uh, survey says, not on the board. Monkeys uh, don't eat bugs. Monkeys not on. I mean, they do. Ticks. Not on. Yeah, yeah, I know they do. They're just just not on the board. Yeah. Uh, name something that chili may come with or without. You said beans. Beans. Survey says good. Number one answer with fifty-seven points. So he's racking up. He's doing very, very well. Finally, uh, name a U.S. state whose residents say y'all. You said Mississippi. Mississippi residents say y'all. Do they? Survey says. Not on the board. West Virginia. Not on the board. Uh, West Virginia. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I say y'all. All right. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, you guys say that one was a pretty easy list. He got 155 points. 155 points. So now what we need to do is I need to find Starbase in the list. All right. We're going to, there he is. We're going to bring Starbase back in. Starbase is back in, in the room. Uh, welcome back, Starbase. Are you able to play in voice or would you like to play in text, Starbase? Starbase is here. Yeah, remember, no hints in the chat, please. No hints in the chat. Um, Starbase, please respond. Does this work? Oh, that so works. All right, he's going to play in voice. I love it. You're going to get 30 seconds on the clock. If you hear this sound... 
That means you need to guess again that that answer has already been guessed. Starbase, 30 seconds on the clock that will begin after I finish reading the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Name something a country uh, western singer sings about that a rapper would not. Dog running away. Uh, Guess again. Dog coming home. Uh, No dog. Guess again. (laughs) You can pass if you need to. Pass. What might somebody do that would annoy fellow theatergoers at a play? Cheering. Name a creature that eats bugs. Lizard. Name something that chili may come with or without. Spicy. Name a U.S. state whose residents say y'all. Tennessee. All right. He had plenty of time there. Very good. Thank you so much. Let's go over your answers. Now, listen, your partner... The one he skipped. Can you not... Uh, oh, yeah, he had, he had a couple seconds left. Here, listen, I'll, I'll read this one to you, and I'll give you three seconds if you want to answer. What might somebody do that would annoy fellow theater goers at a play? Um, oh, no, no, you said, no, you said he, that one. No, that it was one. the country western one, right? Name something a country western singer sings about that a rapper would not. I'll give you three seconds. Go ahead. Big truck. Okay, that'll work. All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll start with that one. Name a country uh, was something a country western singer sings about that a rapper would not. He said a truck. All right. Uh, survey says that's on the board for ten points. Ten points. You your partner did really well. You got one hundred and fifty five. You only needed forty five. You've got ten of those so far. What might somebody do that would annoy fellow theater goers at a play? You said cheer. You said cheer. Survey says. Uh, That is on the board, but only three points. Three points. All right. Uh, So we still need 32 points. Name a creature that eats bugs. You said a lizard. A lizard. Survey says. On the board for nine points. Nine points. What What are we up to? He's got two questions left. He said. Uh, we have 177. You need 23 additional points. Name something that chili may come with or without. With or without. And you said spice. Uh, you said spice. Survey says not on the board. Not on the board. Uh, here, it comes down to this. You need 22 points. And it was name a U.S. state whose residents say y'all. And what was your answer? What did Tennessee. You, you said Tennessee. Tennessee. Is Tennessee going to give us 22 points? Is it going to happen? No, it did not. Tennessee gave us only six points. You guys are not winners today. However, we are not going to let you go home empty-handed. We're going to hook you up with 100 G3 or G4 Uncommon materials and or parts or 100 Spore Drive components for each of you, okay? So we're still going to hook you up with the consolation prize. The game is hard, right, Starbase? Like, nobody knows the pressure until they're in your spot answering live and in voice, right? Oh, no, don't be sorry, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, And uh, you had an opportunity to hook up, but you're only missing a small part of your prize. We're going to hook you up. Name something a country western singer sings about that a rapper would not. The number one answer was love. Was love. I was going to say losing your girlfriend. Love. Yeah. What might somebody do that would annoy fellow theater goers at a play? Uh, Talking loudly. Talking loudly was the number one answer. Name a creature that eats bugs. 
The number one answer was a frog. Yes, the number one answer was a frog. Name something that chili may come with or without beans was the number one answer. And name a U.S. state whose residents say y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, the great state of Texas was the number one answer. The great state of Texas. And that is going to wrap our show up for today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Appreciate you listening to Talking Tricks, Family Feud, and playing the game. Okay? Hey, don't forget, if you're looking for an opportunity to win, there is still a chance for you to win uh, coming up. Now, you guys did trick me. You guys did play a little bit of hoodoo on me last week. We were supposed to draw for Spam It this coming Wednesday, not last Wednesday. So now we have a little bit of extra time to get you registered. If you're listening in podcast form, please join our Discord. The link is available at TalkingTrackSTFC.online. TalkingTrackSTFC.online. There you'll find a link to our Discord where you can come in. You can find the Spam It room. If you're in our Discord right now, take 20 seconds. Go up to the Spam It room and type anything. You can post a meme. You can type any words. It does not matter. The bot will catch you. The bot will register you. And coming up, since we uh, skipped forward a week, we are going to do a new drawing um, on... Let's see. That's going to be Wednesday, November 4th. Wednesday, November 4th will be our next draw because we've already done two for this month. We did one on the 7th and the 14th, which wasn't supposed to happen. So uh, November 4th is a Wednesday. Wednesday, November 4th, we'll draw for 500 uncommon materials, okay? You'll have a chance to win 500. You don't even have to be present to win. Just register, and we'll draw somebody's name. All right, we'll draw somebody's name. Like Frozen Space Captain, who was not here live, but won 500 materials, and he was pretty excited about that, all right? So make sure that you join the Discord and do that. Also, from that website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, you can find a link to our YouTube page where I'd like for you to go on over. We've been a little bit busy this week. We haven't posted a video, but we are trying to get some stuff together for Giorgio and Saru video that we will get online. So for those of you who missed this whole conversation about stats, we're going to try to put it in visual form for you and let you take a look at it on our YouTube channel coming up this week. Also, from our Talking Trek website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, you can join our patrons program and if you do so uh, we do have some changes coming to the patrons program coming uh, maybe maybe as early as next week it kind of depends we've got we've got some projects going on so maybe within a week or two we're going to try to get those done and uh, the changes announced to you in the meantime I would like to thank uh, extremely from the bottom of my heart the uh, the graciousness and and um, the I can't even think of the right word, but but thank you guys uh, so much for the support that you've given the show. Gregor and Ska, thank you, uh, Venkman, Ibeglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, Omicron, uh, Hank, uh, Doom, Lord Neelix, Chuck's a Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab, and Energy, Fukum. Uh, I have bombed you, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey, Just Skippy, Asius, Asriel, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, Rock, uh, McRock, LadyCast, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC Jetski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Space Sheriff, Rurstot, Raxnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo101, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, and Commander Taylor. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Talking Trek Live is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. Love you, mean it. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I'll see you later. Bye bye.